Welcome to Safe Space with Tracy the Therapist. It's Tracy, your host. Why Safe Space? Safe Space is a podcast that focuses on mental health, self-awareness, and so much more. Our aim is to get you to do some introspection and get a different perspective about life, and as a result, live a more meaningful and fulfilling life as you start on, and as you embark on a journey to self-discovery. Okay, guys, let's dig in. today to this is going to be my second podcast and uh with me i have my guests i have my lovely husband gerald welcome hi and i have my sister-in-law toda hi and my brother-in-law sava hi yeah uh so our topic today is going to be deciding not to have children yeah, maybe we can start by just briefly talking about how people view children. Like, me and him are married. How do we view children? Well, how do you view children in our marriage? Yeah. Oh, Boo is my husband. I call him Boo. <laughs> if you keep if you keep hearing me say Boo, 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 it's, it's our... Yeah, that's what I call him. Me, I can start maybe by saying like, um, I I didn't have before we started having children that I didn't have any way I looked at children in a marriage. It just happened. But I'm thinking if we were married and we had planned, I would look at I I would I would think we'd reach a point in our marriage where we are just now ready to have them as part of of uh, of our. Um, to start a family because we've dated now we're bored now we feel like we need to have children just like how maybe people have paid so you just for company or just to just start a family that's how i would look at it but i, I wouldn't say i know like some parents in the old traditional way they look at children like an investment yeah so anyone can chip in how do people view children well mm. um I view children as a means to continue the human race, to be honest. Mm. They're just like, um, this is the generation we are in now. Mm. Um, we need to continue the human race. Mm. And yeah, that's, it's more of a biology thing. Like mm. if I might say, like getting children is mm. like something um, that our bodies like just do. Mm. That's how I view kids. Yeah. So because they're just people, mm. more people that we choose to bring into the earth. Yeah. That's. We also have people who view children like uh, a burden or a financial responsibility. That it's not all negative when it comes to how people view children. No, but okay, okay. Mm. If I might put it like this. Mm. Like, of course, children are a financial responsibility. Mm. Of course, in the world we live in today, where we, we, we can't opt out of participating in capitalism, it's actually an active, you know, thought that, yes, children are and will always be a financial responsibility. One decides to take on. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so uh, do you want to chip in or...? 
Yeah, um, okay. I, I totally agree with both of you. Uh, children is a way of, you know, propagating the... Um, I mean, it's a way of, of um, propagating, let's say, the human dress. Yeah. Because if, if people didn't have kids, then even us wouldn't be here. Yeah. Right? We are here because... Uh, yeah. Either someone, I don't know that it's choice or it's just like a natural culmination. Because when people come together and people are in a relationship, it will naturally, unless you you take some interventions, right? But then if you just let it be, mm. whereby people come together, they love, then uh, that's a culmination of that kind of, you know, that kind of bond. Mm. People end up having children and yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's necessary. For you know, for for the human dress we propagated for us mm. to come and you know fill up the earth. I know there's a saying in the Bible where they say that go forth and fill the, the earth. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so I I think it's a it's a calling by the supreme being, and that's why we we have um, man and woman mm. or male and female in mm. every species yeah. right and that's because they have to come together is that union that i uh, will naturally end up by giving birth to and yeah. even the funny thing in nature is even for the species that um are uh, hermaphrodites like they mm. both have um, female and male parts when it comes to reproduction someone must become the male and the other becomes the female so mm. yeah yeah Okay, yeah, thank you guys. Um, yeah, well, um, our discussion today is, uh, I think expectation is, as people get older, you get married, you have children, and yet here, yeah, we. I don't know if it's necessarily new, but uh, as I get older, it's when I'm realizing motherhood or being a parent is not for everyone. We have people making a conscious decision not to have children and yet society expects that everyone at one point especially for for women everyone like you should become a mother mm. everyone should become a mother mm. yeah so today i will point you out i know you have made a cautious decision yes. not to have children yes um, um do you want to share with us like maybe at what point or what made you decide that you're not going to have children? Okay. Um, yes. Uh, I made the conscious um, decision to be child-free. Um, actually, it's something that I thought about for a while, if I might say that. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of things that... Um, culminated in me coming to the decision yeah mm. but i remember when i was 23 mm. for for posterity reasons uh i am no longer considered youth so i am yeah i mean my mid 30s right now so i remember when i was 23 i happened to have a conversation with my elder sister our elder sister yeah, we had a conversation where I asked Hazel um, what her plans with life were. And she was talking to me and um, she mentioned, one thing she mentioned was, she didn't mention rather, were children. So I asked her, 
um and kids what about kids and like she was like mm, i i don't plan on changing diapers and i was just like wow um that made me think to myself like mm. wow do you mean this is an uh, this is an option i could have like i could just opt out of everything because all my life until that point i had been told rather girls are conditioned in society where um the toys we play with are dolls who are babies mm. and we were given chores at home while the boys were outside playing mm. and it was always oh usivunje sahani bwandako atalipa like that kind of thing so we were conditioned from a very young age to mm. be a homemaker to be um a mother so i always I always questioned if I really wanted it because I came from ah I want two kids and then I want to be done and then I was like ah I want one kid and then I was I was at be done but then I started thinking do I really want children and then while in that headspace is when I talked to my elder sister and she was like yeah I I thought wow so this is an option I have and then um later a lot of things happened i we lost our baby brother and that actually that period if i may say really solidified for me because it came from a place of trauma i know but i was just like if losing a child feels like this i don't want to experience that again okay i hear you so there's a point you actually were considering having children yeah there was a point i considered i considered that reality i considered how it would look mm. and yeah i just didn't i think after that i was too traumatized if i may say mm. and then as the years got went by and um my my choices were affirmed like every other step i took in life and i always came back to the point where i was like grateful i didn't have children and then i came to my 30s and i was just like yeah no children are not for me because i saw people living life and how parenthood is such a if i may say being a parent is a calling yeah mm. and it needs you you literally the moment you have a child you put that child above yourself it's no longer you it's them mm. it might be you mm. it might be you but at the end of the day you're thinking i do this for i'm doing if it's the self care i'm doing this for me so that i can better show up for my kids mm. yeah i'm working hard now so that i can provide my life i can provide a life for my kids mm. like it always comes back i feel like i look at it this way your child is your boss that's it not necessarily uh i i think uh, i i i don't um, i don't uh, necessarily look at my children i have four children i don't feel like they are my boss and uh, i don't think anyone ever prepares you to be a parent that's true we are no one ever really thinks about what we are not prepared actually yeah. they get keep that information from you i think people get keep so that they just you you can join them in the misery that's what i honestly that's what i think they get keep this information because why are women not told that childbirth is such a harrowing experience 
But you see, we experience it, then we go back at it. And have not one, not two, like me, four, four of them. Four. So I think there's just something about it that um, for, for when you have children, for us who have children, there's like, I think he can, he can attest to this. When we had uh, our, our third child, mm-hmm. when she was still very little, there's a way you just get used to having a baby in the house. So the the older she gets, you start feeling like, oh, should we get another one? Like you just want to have that small human who is funny and very dependent on you. I don't know if we even enjoy the fa- the the part of someone just totally depending on you or coming home and this because they they bring they they brighten up the house. They they bring so much laughter and joy. So I don't know if we just get addicted to that because out there you're working, you're facing life stresses and you come home and there's this little person No, I I, making... also, I also agree with you a hundred percent because I've experienced that only with my nephews. I I haven't ex- I haven't experienced that just because like I bathed my own children mm. if I may say. I I take so much joy like when I know I'm going over to see my nephews, oh, it's just... And then I get there, and it's just chaos. And I love living in that chaos. And being... And and being... And someone just loving you. Just, yeah. Just because... You know, just because you're there, and they love your presence, and they love being around you, and it's a little person. I totally get it. I still wouldn't do it. <laughs> I still wouldn't so as, a, as a young guy who is probably aspiring to have a family in the future, like what's your thought on having children or what would make you feel like now I want to have children? Nothing really. Mm. Yeah, because... Um, Really said, um, you're not taught parenting, so you can't really say you're ready. Mm. As um, apparently, that's that's the excuse that use. I'm not ready, but then you're given a feedback that you're never ready. Mm. There's never right time to have kids, so mm. just do it. We just do it. Yeah. But also, I feel like um, you know, but you can, can just go do in it. semi-prepared. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Because um, we, can, we can give an example of um, oops babies, you know, mm. like someone didn't think that they'd come, but here they are, so yeah, I don't think there's... They still really... raise them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, I, I think it's the world that we're living in. I don't know whether this the, the work world, mm. where we feel like everything has to be... At a certain level, mm. yeah. Yeah, we feel like uh, there has to be a right time for this. I have to make sure I secure my future. I have to save this. But then if you look at like uh, our folks or the previous generation before that, people are living freely. People have kids at very tender, very young age. But I right know we've tried to create like uh, there's this ideal stage in your life that you should have children. Mm. And then again, even the society is, has modeled us to think of it that way whereby it all started by you have to go to school, after school you have to get work, mm-hmm. right? So, so there are certain standards that have been created, certain, you know... Um, a, measure, a, a, measure, a measure stick. 
yeah, yeah, like a yardstick which were never there before, which now have been created right now. Mm -hmm. And because those yardsticks have, have been created, it started conditioning our minds to think that also oh, I have to achieve this and that for me to be able to get a child. Or oh, there are certain insecurities. And then again, we're living in a very capitalistic world whereby mm -hmm. now raising children, you know, it's not just that you just have a kid and then that's it. There's more to it. There's more. Yeah. Right? You have to, to think about getting them education. You have to think about, uh, you know, being able to feed them, being able to give them a quality life, a roof over their heads, being able to take care of their medical needs. Again, right now we're living in a very challenging, you know, you know uh, time whereby based on what we eat, mm -hmm. you know, the pollution, the air, we are more susceptible to falling sick. So I find that even things like, uh, you know, medical interventions have become very expensive. So I think those are things that are now affecting people, making people to really consider. think twice and consider whether they would want to do this. But we, before that, we never used to have those fears and insecurities. I mean, people I'm just have kids. And I'm wondering whether people just had kids because they felt like they had to, but they, they, they are not meant to be mothers. Like it's not, like she said, it's a calling. Because we've had, uh, we have people who give birth to children and okay maybe those that abandon their children or most of the stories that are out there it's basically it's mostly uh maybe people who are not able to take care of them or people who have been raped or molested just the sad stories but i'm, I'm just wondering people who carry like now we have surrogates these are people who go and carry for other people children and literally go through the process give birth and give to someone else so I'm wondering even, um, I'm thinking even then, did we have people who just became mothers for the sake? We still have children who, who, who are being raised by their own parents but feel like their parents hate them. Mm, we still have true. people who have so much trauma and damage from their own parents where like you're incapable of loving your child and taking care of your child and meeting their emotional needs. You just don't have it in you to give this child. Mm -hmm. So did, did people then just have children for the sake of society, for the sake of it, and they couldn't come out and say, I can't have children because of all the judgment and, and what you've been wired to think that at one point you'll have to have children. Was it there before, but people just didn't speak on it? I think it was there. I don't think it was there. It was. Because back then, mm. uh, if you look at it right now, but then kids are raised also best within the community. The community, yes, mm. yes. But now it's more of individual, individual responsibilities. Individual mm. responsibilities. Mm. So I feel mm. like then it was okay to just have kids because mm. um, if I'm not going to correct, because also we're looking at how in terms of correcting kids these days is best then. As for us, I mean, um, lecturers, teachers would handle us mm. when currently you hear, you hear that they're not allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, discipline is mainly coming from the parent. Mm -hmm. You're also conditioned to believe that now discipline has to mainly come from the parent. I can see your kid did something and I go like, that's not my kid, that's not my business. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, yeah, that's not my monkey, that's not my circus. But mm -hmm. then, um, You'd also look at, um, I'll speak on my behalf, you'd also look at things like churches mm. and 
basically anything that ran through the community. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, what has happened right now, again, we are living in a world that is now more consciously aware what we call the work, right? Mm. So people are talking about this, people are opening up more about this. Mm. Probably it was there, but people are not talking about it, mm. right? And then again, if you look at how, how we've progressed with things like social media, and people being taught to be able to, to speak up and stand up for themselves. Mm. So right now, I mean, it's a, it's a totally different time from, you know, the, the kind of times our folks or the previous generations lived in. Mm. Right now, living in, in, a, in a space whereby people are more consciously aware of their rights and, and, their, and their personal, like you have to respect someone's personal uh, opinion or desire. If someone wants to have a child or not, Someone can speak up and say, no, I don't have a child. But back then, someone wouldn't do that. It was like unheard of. Like someone, a woman to come and say that I don't have children. Right? It was almost like a taboo. Mm. But it has become more acceptable in the society. But you know what? The funny thing is, I was actually reading up on like a small history of what actually used to happen. Mm. A lot of child-free people, you'd find like they were in a couple and then they consciously um, agreed between themselves. Like, yeah, we don't want kids, but we also don't want people to be in our business like that. So we're just still people, we are trying. So, you know, people just keep trying, they keep trying, they get to their 30s, they're still trying, their mm. 40s, they're still trying. So by the time you get to their fifth, they get to their 50s, mm. literally everyone are just it's like, oh, right. poor them, don't oh, bring it no. up. And that time people are leaving it up. Mm. They're just like, wow. Yeah. Oh, so they would use it as a, mm. a, a facade. facade for, uh, yeah, a facade. And I feel like also that's also another way people got by... Uh, around mm. that particular particular choice up for being child free. So I'm uh, I'm I'm wondering. So when you say you can't have children, can you adopt a child, or it's I don't want anything to do with children? No, people will just say we are we are trying for our own child. So you they know? would not adopt. Either. Yeah, they wouldn't adopt either. So you okay? <clears throat> so or they'd say she she has a problem, mm. and yeah, because again, it's always the woman who. <laughs> has to but yeah but that's what i've a lot of you're going to make me start looking at people that i know that are struggling to get children i'm like are you actually struggling no 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 no, that's on a lighter Mm -hmm. note Mm -hmm. i actually used to uh from what i hear you guys share it's uh you think it's the tough economic times and uh just uh, the the raising the child uh, like as a as a community that used to come into play but right now you're like on your own when you're raising these children but i personally used to i had thought um people might decide not to have children you see like if you are younger and you're made to take care of your siblings you you become like a younger parent at a younger age Ooh. you're given that responsibility Ooh. so as you get older i would tend to do so i would tend to think that it it would affect your decision to have children yeah. like mm. because you you've been made to become a parent at a, such a young age mm. i also thought maybe traumatic childhood experiences mm. especially from your parents mm-hmm. can also affect someone's ability to make to be able to desire to have children because so of the impact or the pain that the parent might have caused to the child so the child grows up and maybe they've not healed so they feel like they're incapable 
of giving love and affection to a child they will bring into this world because they they did not receive it or they've not made peace with their past i i i've thought those are big factors but then when you guys share also like it's scary to just have a child and you feel like you can't take care of them especially according depending on um according to the needs that the kids have nowadays eh? yeah i would imagine if someone feels like i'll not be able to meet this child's needs and i'll not be able to provide for them then yeah because um i can tell you from like uh, because i have a lot of child free um friends mm. and i'm in a lot of um groups where people discuss these things mm. all the things you've listed are actually spot on but these things are different for everyone, everyone. yeah so uh like myself, I'd like to joke, like, I'd say, like, a random number, and sometimes I go to 10,000, like, reason number 10,468, I don't want kids. Mm. And, yeah, it's it's because, uh, yeah, a bit of the childhood trauma plays, because mm. uh, we had, you know, I'd like to say that our parents were doing the best they had mm. with the tools they had at the time, yeah? Mm. And unfortunately, it worked for them at the time. They got the desired results, mm. but it came with a lot of pain for yeah. for the rest of us. Mm. So also that that at the beginning, I I can say that really personally it affected me. But in hindsight now, no, not really. No, I'd, I if I I still wouldn't do it even if I had a good child. Not something I had a bad childhood, but yeah, mm. yeah. So mm, I still wouldn't have done it. Okay. Yeah, because there, are, for me, like I said, so. there are myriad of reasons. Mm. There are so many. Like, if I started stating them, I think we'd we'd still be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like to say like the first one and the most important one is I don't have children because I don't I don't want them like that yeah okay mm. i think that would sound for uh of course there there's people who will judge you yes yeah. judgment there's will people come who will judge you there's mm. people who will feel like you're being selfish mm. like me who has children and i hear you strongly say i don't want children in my head i'm like do you know what you're missing out I, and i'm sure you're asking me do you know what i'm not missing out on <laughs> yeah and yeah, how do you deal with the judgment and uh i'm sure there are aunties who keep asking and how do you deal with that well earlier it used to bug me a lot it used to bug me a lot but as i've gotten older I've just realized people people talk because they can't imagine a different reality from their own. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And oh, by yeah. virtue of not yeah. imagining a different that's, reality that's a strong one. of yeah. their own, they'd like to think everyone you know, we are all participating in the same matrix. Yeah. But we actually are aren't if I if may if I may say like we have different totally different um, um, life views and opinions mm-hmm. and fine you might have felt that you didn't have a choice 
but you can't project that on me. Mm. And that's why when they project, I'm just like, ah, babe, water off a duck's back. Mm. Because again, it's projection. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. They're actually projecting from their own yeah. life view. But and, that's and actually, it's... actually, that's life. Yeah, and that's I, I, life. I can't realize in life when when people criticize or give opinions, it's basically them projecting, you know, the, their situations or circumstances or they've mm. gone through, mm. projecting it on you. Onto you, right? And it has nothing to do. With yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with me at all. Mm. My choices are my own and yours. Mm. And I feel like it's so weird when someone is bothered about someone else's choices. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so weird. So when the aunties are coming. I've just like, but they don't come these days because uh, I put them in their place. <laughs> yeah, so they don't come for me these days. So yeah. So your farm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But hey, um, another we are talking about this topic. I don't know whether anyone has ever done research to find out like, in terms of statistics, mm-hmm. I want to assume that it's mostly ladies who make these choices i don't know whether they're yes i, I know that could be men but mm. I, I don't know you know how the statistics look like i know more women who have opted out of having children than men yeah i, know I have more. a friend but, but yes. do, do you know any man who's made a life choice not to have children yeah. i do i i have a friend mm. she was in a relationship and uh the man the the man she was with did not want to have children and uh, so in, she ended up getting pregnant and this man still said he did not want to be a father mm. for reasons, I don't know what reasons he had, but he, he did not want to be a father. So what they are doing is uh, he's not present in the child's life emotionally, mm. but he does provide, he does support her and takes care of the child's, uh, but he's, they are living within Nairobi, but he just provides for the mother, but he's not a father. And he's never met the child. He's met the child, sees the child once in a while, but he's not. You see, a father has to be present. present, Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not just the title. You have to be present. So he's aware. He he didn't want the child, but she decided to keep this child. Mm -hmm. But this, she knew that this man did not want to be a father. Yeah. So I think after the child came, he he signed the birth certificate, but he's not emotionally present. Yeah, he's not emotionally present. Yeah, so, yeah, there. I think there are men. It's just that I think society, generally men don't come out. Mm. There are certain things that you, you, you as a man, I think, okay, women, you'll be judged, but even I feel like it would be worse, worse for a man eh, to say that they don't want to have children. The woman is the carrier, but it, society or people tend to believe that these children belong to the man, mm, yeah. they are carrying the the. Is it the family name or they 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 belong to the man? We believe that children belong to a man. So, and yeah, I totally get it. And this is why I will die on the hill of feminism. Yeah, because I strongly believe that some of these things that we we perpetrate are actually we are deep, deep, deep in the in the um in the patriarchy because a man should also have a choice to opt out of having children yeah yeah 
it shouldn't it shouldn't society shouldn't look at men who opt out of having children mm. in a actually no one should be looked at sideways when they opt to have children but yeah what you've said is true yeah and yeah my it's my thing is that my thing is that if you know you're not capable of loving this child leave alone the providing uh, I'm a big believer in children come with blessings, eh? mm. but leave alone the providing. I feel like the emotional part of it is really, really important it for is. the children. It is. Because uh, you can raise your child with the very least, but if you love on them and you're present for them, they'll just be fine. Mm. These are the things, the material things, it's us who are trying to I think sometimes we are overcompensating for the things that we did not have. have yeah. yeah, some of these things our children do not need to have them. But because we didn't have, so we end up uh, yeah. giving even more. But I believe you can raise a child in even, it's called minimalistic, in the, minimalistically and just love on them and be emotionally present That's as right. a parent mm. and that child will turn out to be okay. So my thing is, if you cannot emotionally be present for that child and you very well know you can't, just don't have one. Yeah, that's but, true. But now the question is, um, how would you know if you've never experienced it? Like, like how do you make that decision that I can't be present and uh, emotionally for a child if you never really had a child in the first place? You must have had a child for you to realize that maybe you're not able to emotionally, you know, invest on the child. I wish we had more people like Toda who have consciously made a decision to not have children. I can, I can answer him. Mm. You know how you tell you do that. Mm. You actually take your time and think about yourself, and take time to to figure yourself out, and take time to find yourself because this these things I can assure you like. Like how, it's how I laugh at someone when they tell me, oh, you're going to regret having kids. No, I won't regret it because it's something I have thought over for a decade plus. Mm. I've mulled and thought and processed and even before I actually came out and said, because I said it when I was heading into my 30s and I made that choice at 23. So I was still thinking about it the entire time. And that's where I tell like men, I know people who actually, um, I turned down someone I, who, who wanted to date me because they didn't want children. And I asked him like, so what are you going to do about it? And they're like, oh, I'm going to get a vasectomy when I turn 36. And I was like, yeah, you get the vasectomy and then look for me. So I do I'll wait till you're 36, you get the vasectomy, and then you look at look for me. Because there are men who actually think about it. But again, when society is like, oh, you'll change your mind, so someone is like, oh, I'll wait until I'm 40, mm. and then get the, get the vasectomy then. Mm. Because also for them, I realize they're still thinking about it. They're yeah. still processing it. Yeah, exactly. See, yeah. see that, that's the thing. And uh, that's why to me, I, I think it's a very... It's it's a major decision. By the time you get to a point and you make that decision and go ahead and take some medical interventions to make sure that you'll never have a child, it's it's a very big decision to make, right? And, and for someone who will just say it, 
but not go ahead to the extent of doing that intervention. That's someone who's not yet like 100% sure he wants to. Mm. That's but, someone who somewhere down the line he'll be like, ah, no, I think I need, I think yeah. I want to have a child. Mm. And also, again, com- coming back to what Tracy has said, and that's how you know and as someone who is not emotionally mature mm. because if someone doesn't want children or they're still thinking about it they wouldn't go around having road dogging people and again as i was telling you before we started the podcast you know you don't have raw sex thinking you're going to t- get a tv out of it mm. you're not you take pre- you're pre- you take this precaution is, yeah this is a woman who you found who is in her prime mm has eggs those that is not going to change the yeah. only thing that changes is when you introduce your sperm into her mm. that's it but you now know. that we have two gentlemen here and two ladies you we can talk about who do you think is responsible for pregnancy who do you think should not let a pregnancy happen if we are dating or if we're in a relationship and let's say we are not ready to have a child but we are having sex who do you think carries the biggest responsibility? Both parties. Both. Yeah, it's both, yeah. yeah. It takes two but time. why is it's it both. that when most times when there's, you called it oopsie, oopsie yeah. baby, when uh, a woman announces to a man that she's pregnant, it's like the man Lucky expects else. the woman to have handled it. That is an irresponsible yeah, man. Yeah, which is wrong. Actually, yeah. it's totally wrong. That is a, that yeah. is an irresponsible yeah, that, that, that's man. That's an irresponsible, immature mm-hmm. kind of man. Yes. Because, because I, I the, mean, she she didn't conceive herself. She didn't conceive exactly. in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 like um like how it's so aptly, aptly put, a man can impregnate a hundred women in a mm. month. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But a woman will only carry one pregnancy in a whole year. Mm. Mm. So given given those statistics, yeah, who who needs to be on birth control? <laughs> <laughs> a man, but he will not uh, he will not do that because Again, we, can, we uh, come remember, back to the picture yeah, now that I'm a married woman when I, when we were when we were debating with my husband on who should do birth control mm-hmm. because now here we were we were blessed with a, a bonus baby we had wanted to stop at 3 then we got a precious little angel oh, who we love so, so dearly a bonus a blessing yeah so I'm telling him and who like, understands uh, her autonomy and she's just mad. Yeah. <laughs> you will not touch her if she doesn't want to be touched. So hey, I'm thinking, I love it. Yeah, so I'm like, we have to stop because mm. this is just enough for us. So I'm telling him to get a vasectomy because I think it's easy it's an easier process. It's a day process and fifteen uh, minutes. Fifteen minutes. And the healing time is twenty four hours, yeah. Yeah, fifteen and minutes and the hours. Um, yeah. You get a vasectomy at eight AM today. And tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. you can beat your meat. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> so now at 8 a.m. tomorrow you can beat your meat. Hey. I'm telling him you get a vasectomy because I'm looking at my options. Mm-hmm. Here I am. I've had a coil, which is the most effective kind of con. Uh, and it's pitad. planning, and it's, it's pitad. So there is no other way. See, and my guy has told me since it has happened, there are more chances it's likely it to happen. happen. Mm. So I'm like, coil is not going to work for me. So the 
let's look at our options that i'm telling him boo can you get a vasectomy he's like no 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 i cannot i cannot i still have <laughs> gave me a lot of explanations so for me to do the procedure that i have to do i have to get cut, cut. tie my tube you see that the process eh? it's, it's, and yeah. then yet his his is easy and that's why i'm saying uh, like who is responsible you cannot say we are equally both responsible mm. because here i was debating with my husband but I looked at it and I'm like, I am the one who carries for the nine months. And if it happens and maybe we don't need, I would never do an abortion. I don't think I am cut out for that. That is me personally. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would go through an abortion. I felt like if I got pregnant again, I would end up keeping the pregnancy. But here we are, we have enough children. So I did it because I knew what it takes for me to carry a pregnancy. And that's what you did it for you. I did it for me. Yes. But if I had a way, like if 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 it was doing it for the team and looking at which one is um is the easier he should process. have taken one. For he the should team. have taken. So you can. Yeah. I don't believe. I don't think men look at it like uh, it's an equal responsibility, like he has said. Because in this case, mm. maybe you could have both done it. Maybe maybe this is the time we should hear where he was at because I've actually always wanted to have this conversation. Like, what's your headspace at? Yeah, why didn't you go through with it? I'm calling you. I'm calling you out. I've put you on the spot today. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 it's a tough decision. It's not that uh, that I want to have more kids. It's just that. You're scared. Not even scared. No, imagine for, I would accept it if you said you are scared. Because it's scary shit right there. You know someone going is in... It, is it really scary? Plus, for, I feel oh, like... Okay, okay. For, for me, for me, it, it just feels unnatural. Mm. You get, so I, I don't know whether it's, it's that I'm scared. Though I don't think it's... I don't think uh, it's being scared. It's just that it's unnatural. It's like someone tampering with my you know with my system like my system is working perfectly fine just just let me be don't go in there in the engine and start snipping wires and <laughs> cutting them you do that and then and then what happens and see for a man for, for a man you have to be a man you end up messing around with those things and then later i, I start becoming a weirdo but i think oh no so it's okay like wait let me found a community yeah where fellow men and this nairobi i've been told a lot of men have Have done it actually and they are i actually before i i i i got neutered because that's what i'm going to call it (laughs) i got a hysterectomy for posterity i got a hysterectomy like about two years ago so i am neutered so I before I did that, I actually was in a lot of groups where people speak about this, mm. and then even women would speak about experience their their, their experiences, their yeah. husbands' experiences with yeah. getting vasectomies, yeah, mm. and it was a very very enlightening process, and it's why yes. I told you, like mm. literally, someone commented and they were like, "My husband got it at nine a.m. and." I dared him the next day because the doctor said in 24 hours he should be okay. I dared him the next day, like, see, we see if it's working. And, <laughs> and it worked. Okay, and it I, was I, working. I, actually, you've raised a very, very important point. Mm. So, before you came to that decision to get mm. the uh, hysterectomy, a hysterectomy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Before you did that, mm. you took some time, right? You did your own research, you joined oh, the school. Oh, no. Got... I, 
Actually, no, no, I, I don't think he just woke up one day and said, let me go and do this. It, 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 it was a journey. Uh, it was a journey where you planned for it and then you thought through it to a point whereby you are deeply convinced that this is what I want to do and then you went ahead and did it. Right? Yes. So, so, yes. so, so we are different, right? Someone has, it, it, as I told you, it's a very major decision. You don't just wake up one day and then you say, let me go and get a vasectomy. Yeah. You, you yeah. have to think through it. Mm-hmm. You have to get to a, uh, to a mental space where you're like, yes, I'm ready to do this. Mm-hmm. Right? And don't have any regrets. That might take time. Someone like maybe it took you like a week or a month, I don't know. Mm. Maybe for me, I needed more time to think through it before I made that decision that now I, I think I'm ready to do this. Mm. You can't just tell me that, boom, go and get a vasectomy and then mm. I just wake up and go and do it. It doesn't mm. work that mm. way. Everyone you might, that you might need five years or two years and in between <clears throat> that there is two more babies. That's the thing. That's why you did it for yourself. Because we started Mm. having this discussion when I actually realized I was pregnant. Ah. And we are coming to the end of the pregnancy. No decisions made yet. So someone has to make a decision. You understand? Mm -hmm. Someone has to make a decision. Because you, you cannot keep singing the same song. And then before you know it, there is another child involved and you're unable. Actually, now I would look at it now. We are stretching ourselves thin. Thin. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are just having kids because of lack of responsibility. Because Mm -hmm. now this would have become irresponsible. We very well know this has happened. We have to make a decision. So that's what... uh, And I think these are some of the ways you can just be cautious and intentional. Even as you have the children, be responsible enough to decide that if you don't want to have children or if you don't want to get pregnant, wear a condom. If you don't want to have children at the moment, do something about, about it. it. Because mm. now there is so much out there, there is more awareness. Instead of bringing children in a toxic environment, I don't think they deserve it. No, they don't. Yeah. Kids children are a blessing. Mm. And there is those instances, maybe you get, like what happened to me, I had a coil, I got pregnant. There is those, in, those instances, it's okay. Birth control but then is 99% when you, yeah, when you go that intentionally, yeah. you do not want to pro- get to have a child right now, but you get carried away or you, and then you end up conceiving and bringing forth a child in a very toxic uh, environment. I don't think that's fair on a child, right? That's yeah, true. I don't mm. think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. But I'd like to challenge you. Mm. Yeah? Um, uh, Jerry, I'd like to challenge you. Uh, think about it. Like, think about it. I know now uh, it's been taken out of the equation for you, but think about it. Like, uh, think about it this way. As Tracy said, but control wrecks women's bodies. Yeah? And let's say, for example, um, how Roe versus Wade was uh, over was overturned in the U.S. Do you know, like, right now, husbands are going in in droves to plant parenthood to get to get vasectomies in support of their wives, because right now, if there's an oops baby, mm. you can literally go to jail for aborting it. Mm. Yeah. And there are some women who can't handle birth control. So literally, men actually go in to get vasectomies in support of their wives. Actually, the few men that I know that uh, that got vasectomies, Mm. they did it in support of their wives because they knew what the birth controls do to a woman. And then that whole... Because for me, I push my children. 
I did not have to do a whole C-section, mm. but I had to. Mm. So most of them, uh, so men out there, if you can do it for the team, do it for your wife, yeah. it's an easier process. It's... And even just because, like for me now, the three children, I'm not trying to make him look bad. No, no, I yeah, and but, totally uh, understand. Yeah, just creating like, awareness. Yeah, because eh? it's a lot. Yeah, because some, eh. some of these yeah, things are lot. very intrusive. And you just feel supported because we, we, we carry the children, we do the family planning. And then you have another one, you remove it, you do the family planning again. So it takes a toll on the body. There are so many hormones. There are so many changes. Mm-hmm. The mood swings, these things, some of the things that you see happening to us, it's those, those hormones are just uncontrollable. So if you can do it in support of your wife, I think I would really, really encouragement to just research read about it it's not uh i think it's also that traditional the african traditional way that mm. a man thinks if if they touch maybe he'll stop functioning mm. so, but if you get into communities or support yeah, that's the engine or and just <laughs> <laughs> but the engine is done with its work <laughs> you know yeah if you go to pukal it's coming out from the nose <laughs> No, we have, it's so, we have it's very so good funny. doctors who do these things. But, Maybe yeah. one of my podcasts, I should look for a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Are they called some? I don't know. I'll look yeah. for one who can maybe talk about it and mm. just uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, men have have their fears, as I told mm. you. I also had my own fear, and it's not a decision that you just wake up one day and you make yeah, a friend. Do, yeah, it's, it's a very yeah. sensitive uh, thing to do. Mm. So I, I think if we had more awareness, because again, for me, I was blind and because I, I don't think it was at a time whereby, you know, I was convinced that this thing is safe. I know mm. people talk about it, people say, you know, you can do it. And mm. I think even the same thing with the, with the COVID vaccine. I was the last one to get it. Do you remember? Actually, in my family, everyone, uh, you, you, you got it before me. For me, I bought time because I was like, you know, this is something that can affect my life. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm the, the breadwinner in my family, right? Mm, that's so, true. so there are certain decisions between me and other people. I have to take them and think through it mm. before, I, before mm. I, I take any action. No, I hear but you. Because I've always not take away to from you being a breadwinner. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So, again, the same thing. But then again, I think if people could create more awareness about it, men who've done it, and maybe lived like 30, 40 years and haven't seen any negative side effects. They come I, and talk I, to people I about it. I, then that I, way I, men will be more receptive to it. To it. But you can't just come and treat it a man and then expect a man to go and do it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, right now when I speak to most of my friends, they're like, they don't even want to hear any of it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe also the age. Need, you need new friends. Mm. <laughs> also. <laughs> also, the, the edge, the edge, uh, the edge, because you see for us, we, be, we became parents uh at a very younger age mm. so some of your friends maybe they have one what maybe one child or two children and they are still open to having more children so maybe it might not be something they they are looking they are at right now oh, some of them are, are still looking for wives why mm. would they do vasectomies well, yeah, right yeah, now yeah. so i think with friendship again it comes up we all are at different levels mm. yeah so some of these decisions not necessarily because people are doing it. It's knowing where you are. It goes back to what we were talking about, being self-aware. In fact, mm-hmm. I wanted to commend you. I feel, When I asked you about how do you handle that judgment, and mm-hmm. your response was, it sounded like someone who is very self-aware, and you've reached a point where you know that this is just you, but there are people who are not yet there. Mm-hmm. There are people who, who don't know how to handle that yeah, judgment. There are, people, there are people who just, um, yeah... 
so they take on a lot and yeah yeah, yeah it's well that is life we can't all we we are all at different levels yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. anyway we've come but to don't be too scared of change <laughs> because that's that's what actually makes i feel like that's what makes our conscious like the our ability to change mm. mm-hmm. yeah. and also the fact that we are we we have that that ability to change i feel like it's one of the things that like change our minds change our lives change our environments mm-hmm. yeah for either the better or the worse yeah yeah so i'd i'd, I'd, I'd encourage you to think about it yeah because yeah. i've always wondered why yeah yeah, thank you. So, Toda. I'm so glad today we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Toda, for sharing. Those were very good words. I could even consider them as parting words uh, for people not to be scared to change. Mm. And I think for me, mine is uh, uh, most times when someone says they don't want to have a child, the first thing is to judge that person. Mm. But would would you rather bring a child into this world and you're not capable of being a parent to them and all you do is traumatize them and cause them all this emotional trauma or would you rather not have one? Yeah. Yeah. So so again as I as I put it, it's more about uh awareness, mm. right? Mm. So those people will judge. They're people who, you know, to them they they enjoy it. They enjoy having kids. They enjoy raising kids. Mm. But then they're they're not um, aware that there are people who are different. There are people who probably don't you know don't like that responsibility of raising kids mm. or being with kids. So for them, they just can't imagine because you see they're living in their own reality, and then they are projecting it on others. So they they think whatever is their reality should also apply to other people, mm. right? But now if you create this awareness whereby they come to appreciate that there are people who have different perspectives about this topic of having kids, you know, then uh, maybe, just maybe, they'll come to appreciate that people are different. Mm. Now when they meet someone who's made that conscious decision, then they'll respect it. Mm. They'll be like, ah, okay, this person has actually made this decision and she has her reasons why she's made that decision and they respect it. I'm not going to judge that person. You know, right now what I'm struggling with mm. is um, coming to terms that people actually have to choose choose to have children. Mm. That's what I have to come to terms with. The same way people who have children are really struggling to understand why I don't ha- I don't want them. Mm. Uh, I I don't understand why people have them. But I'm coming again. I'm coming to the place where I'm like. People will do what they want. Yeah. yeah. So I think, uh, thank you guys. Thank you. We've come to the end of the podcast. I appreciate all your sentiments. Yeah, until next time. Yeah, this was a very good discussion. So my parting words is let's not judge. Let's uh, take time to hear people out. You don't even have to know the reason someone decides not to have a child. Respect people's choices and be open to change we are in a world that's evolving and i think we should be more open to change thank you guys till next time bye bye bye